and boys and children to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on all podcast providers, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podcast Addict, and more. Holler at your boy if we're not on your favorite podcast provider. I'll work it out for you. And if your favorite podcast provider is the Miro Guide, fuck you. All right. Uh, it has been a very strange past couple days. It is January 23rd. And uh, three days ago, New World Order. <laughs> New World Order has come to fruition. And you know what? I'm on board. Let's let's hop on this gravy train. If we're going down, we're going down with a fight. Let's all buy some p- potato chips and rub them all over ourselves and just get weird with it. <sighs> Smell that in the air. <laughs> it's called pessimism. We got a great show for you guys today. That was probably the best intro I've ever done on the show. <laughs> you can go back and listen. Promise got a great show for you guys today we have local actress <laughs> actor i don't know what in today's pc world what to call lady actors these days actor actoress actins we also have pixar cars enthusiast darren flink on the show today and then later we'll have a wisconsinite who studied abroad in ireland going to tell us about her experience. Danielle Jones will be on the show. But without further ado, much to do about nothing, we have Hannah Taubitz in the show. In the show. In the show today. How's it going, Hannah? Hey, not bad, Michael. What's up? I'm kicking it. I'm kicking it. Kicking it? <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging in there, you know. Hanging nice. by a thread. Hanging by a moment here with you. I'm going to get copyright flag for that. <laughs> I hope. Worth it. Mm-hmm. How is your 2017 going by- Going so far, Hannah? You know, it's actually going pretty well. Mm. I mean, I think 2016 was a rough one for everyone, but I mm. think uh, 2017's got potential. Yeah. I think it's sick. It, it, well, <laughs> we'll see. We're, we're only a month deep. Well, you know. you know. But, I mean, 2016, everyone was already done with 2016 by this time last year. That's so, true. You know, David Bowie had already passed. Alan Rickman had already passed. It was rough. It was rough times. It was a rough, rough time. So, Hannah. Michael. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did you grow up? Um. Well, I grew up always in the metro Detroit area. South side of the Bronx. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, just from Harlem. No. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, That's not the Bronx. I said you said outside the Bronx. I said south side of the Bronx. You'd, oh, I misheard you. Get it together, Taubitz. Am I saying that right? Taubitz? <laughs> no, not even close. Oh. <laughs> Taubitz. Taubitz. Taubitz, yeah, right. Well, actually, it was originally Taubitz. That's the uh, German pronunciation. So it was. I was saying it correct. Yeah, but my grandma changed it. Well, your grandma <laughs> needs to <laughs> learn some like grammar. <laughs> Okay, but no, I've grown up pretty much in the Metro Detroit area my whole life. Um, down River originally, and then moved out to Livonia Ooh. for high school. And my family moved out to Warren, and now I live in Hazel Park. Wow. I know. How are you liking the park? 
I like it a lot, actually. Yeah. It's like Ferndale, but cheaper. It's a nice little area. It is a nice little area. It's Fancy up and coming. Mm-hmm. Up and coming. Mm-hmm. So, when did you... You're an actor. I am. Yes. Actor is fine. Actor. <laughs> you are an actor. What made you fall in love with the stage? Well... When did you fall in love with the stage, and what made it happen? Mm, well, I've always just sort of enjoyed... Um, I mean, I guess I just started playing pretend, you know, mm. all those years growing up. My brother and I just putting together silly things and silly little stories. Um, and so I guess that began to translate well when I got into, like, middle school and high school. And, of course, I always loved Broadway and musicals. I grew up on Les Mis. Like, my earliest memories are of Les Miserables because I'm that kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I sort of got into it in high school and discovered that I was good at it, mm-hmm. which was exciting. That's your opinion. That's, well, you know. <laughs> I got I got roles I got cast roles whatever mm-hmm. um and just roles dis- for days <laughs> roles for days it's like Thanksgiving up in here <laughs> <laughs> you say that every time you get cast in something yes absolutely yeah you must be time. a joy at when the cast list is posted oh yeah I just run around punching people in the face talking about <laughs> roles Thanksgiving or some gravy on those roles yeah mm-hmm. I actually bring a, a Tupperware of gravy and just throw it at people. At all the people who didn't get cast? Naturally. <laughs> well, I can't throw the people who did get cast. I have to see them for at least three months. Yeah. So. True. Those losers, though. Yeah. <laughs> word. Word to word your mother. Word to what? I said word to your mother. My mother doesn't care. <laughs> doesn't care about what you have to say. <clears throat> I'm sure your mother does not listen to your podcast. So. You said that 2016 was a rough year for everyone, but you had some roles for days. I did. In 2016. What did you do in 2016? Oh, goodness. 2016, um, well, I started getting into the theater scene here in Detroit because mm-hmm. um, I'd been traveling around a bit before that. Um, but I. Traveling where? Oh, that's a whole other can of worms. Whole can of worms. Whole other can of worms. Um, specifically, mm-hmm. right before I moved home, I was in Taiwan for about six Whoa, months. Whoa, what were you doing there? Teaching English. It Teaching was great. Teaching English to just anybody who walked you, who you met? Well, I mean, specifically, specifically. to children oh, in a school. Okay. I, I just figured you might have just been traveling around Taiwan being <laughs> approaching people and saying, hello. <laughs> yes. How are you? Little hat held out there. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll Point teach at your English mouth. for food. Hungry. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, we already speak English. What the fuck? Um, anyway. I always thought it would be a good idea to like go to like England and to speak teach English. <laughs> and like As an act American. like you're like really like changing the world you know what i mean <laughs> like wow i'm really like changing wow. lives you're making a difference making a difference yep oh, anyway God. so how was that how was taiwan it was it was amazing wow it was one of the best experiences of my life and then they ran you out of town they did wow well my six months was up so. six i months. could have stayed longer but i had a job actually a mm-hmm. teaching job in an the states i had to come back for so. teaching job teaching job teaching you, acting i taught children for a while and made like 700 bucks it was sweet wow when did any of them like it or did you just <laughs> force them into it i mean i assume they enjoyed it <laughs> like one, god, one thing can't wait for this lady to stop coming like, here gosh i wish this woman would go away yeah she's too enthusiastic i can't handle it yeah that's always good <laughs> it's better to be enthusiastic and hated than lazy and loved <laughs> rather than a fortune cookie once. <laughs> Hell of a fortune cookie, Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, go back to Mikey's fortunes. New business. Mm-hmm. Going back to your original question yes. of what I did in 2016. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is I did a show called Godspell out in Ridgedale. Um, I was in Oleana at the Monster Box Theater. 
I did the uh, Box Fest 2016, which was a lot of fun. Um, I did a cabaret for Tubi Productions, and mm-hmm. I was also in their inaugural musical, Little Women. Ooh. Actually, no, wait, that was, yeah, that was 2016 still. Yeah. We're good. Tail end of 2016. Tail end of 2016, but. Well, so tell me a little bit about Tubi Productions. It's uh, Tubi Productions. <laughs> it's a new production group, a new theater, cabaret. It is a brand group. new community theater company. Mm-hmm. Um, my good friend and roommate, Christina Bosco, actually began it. Um, is she of the Bosco Sticks family? Yes. Great. Absolutely. We I'm, live in a mansion. I'm, I'm, I'm sure she gets that a lot. <laughs> I'm sure. Actually, I've personally never heard that one, but I'm sure wow. she does. Um but it's sort of a, a new company based on a few different things. Um, most people know that, at least in the theater community, there's m- way more women than men. Right. Just it, the men are always outnumbered at least three to one. Right. However, the roles, and in most, particularly musicals and plays, the male roles far outnumber female roles. Yeah. Men are just generally more um, featured. In, in both them. in both quantity and a, amount of time as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's just the way it is. So one of the things that this uh, production company is focusing on is highlighting women in theater mm-hmm. because there is so much that we could do in that. And there are so many um, great shows that can be brought forth that feature women and strong female characters Are you as well. focusing, are, 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 is 2B Productions focusing mostly on um, musicals and plays that already exist that feature prominent female roles or are you, is 2B Productions also featuring like original works as well um they haven't gotten in, 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 into any devised theater yet at this point it may be possible for the future but mm-hmm. at this point because it is more of a community theater um what they're doing is just basically already yeah plays words what, yes plays, what you said words. the first thing that you there said there we go that a one ri- not original not original <laughs> Yes, we, every time we go on stage, <laughs> we're doing a not original play today. That's called improv. That's the it's other thing I Romeo do. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> so, are you? Is it more focusing on um, plays and musicals that just naturally feature prominent female roles, or is it sometimes a situation where you like gender swap or at or change male characters to female roles, and it's just an all female cast? In that sense. There's absolutely potential for that in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, they've only had their one <coughs> inaugural show so far, and right. that was cast the way that it was written. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's always potential for that in the future. Um, there's there's so just a many. lot of there's, That's the thing with a new theater company. There's so many directions that it can go, mm-hmm. so many different and new things that we could try. Um, I'm for personally very excited about it. So you are writing, directing, and acting in a show called For the Love of Broadway Cabaret. Yes, we mm-hmm. are. I am. Tell us about that. Um, well, it's going to be February 10th, 8 mm-hmm. o'clock. Um, it Valentine's is Day time. Valentine's Day weekend. Perfect day for Valentine's Day. And it's only like eight bucks in advance. And it's only one night. There it is. One night mm-hmm. only. Um, but Talks it is it. a celebration of love in all of its many forms. Mm-hmm. Um, and not not just like the cheesy romantic love, but also familial love, the love between friends, gay, straight, young, old, all kinds of love we're trying to celebrate in this cabaret. Mm-hmm. Um, Man fish. You know, we do have a song from The Little Mermaid in there. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you? No. You're going to throw me off. I thought I was being clever. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I was um, not. <laughs> well, I mean, you tried. I tried. Um, but it's uh, slightly different than a traditional cabaret in that a normal cabaret is just a collection of songs, song mm-hmm. one right after the other. 
which is a lot of fun, but can get a little bit tedious for the audience, especially when it goes on for too long, because you're just, it's basically listening to a bunch of people just sing unrelated songs. There's nothing to attach you to it. Um, So what I've done for this particular cabaret is I've taken all the songs and the music that I have and written a script to go along with it. Um, Nothing too major, but just connecting the songs and the characters in such a way that the audience can feel involved and be a part of it and like see a progression of a story following through this this music set. So it's a musical review as yeah, a kind of yeah. cabaret thing. That sounds like really fun. It really is. original. It's going to be a lot of fun and we have some really great talent coming out for this. Is this and your first time? And going to be amazingly delicious desserts. Ooh. So, so ooh, desserts. Oh yeah, those oh there's desserts, babies. Ooh. There's desserts. Is it going to be like cookies yes. and brownies? There are cookies you get you get the cookies are included in your ticket price, but then there will be other desserts available for, like, bake sale purchase. Wow. Yeah, it is a that fundraiser. So, so is guys. this your first time writing and directing, like, a production like this? Um, It is not. Well, like this, I suppose. I've never done anything quite like this, but I've directed before. I've done some mm-hmm. writing in the past, just, like, in college and for things like that. Um, but I love directing, and it's been a minute since I've had the um, had the time or the opportunity to direct, so I'm very excited about that. Is it a challenge to direct yourself? Um, not really, um, simply because a lot of directors that I've worked with, it's like, eh, you know, just do what you want to do. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. It's like, great. No one's going to tell me. I can't. <laughs> I will do whatever I but want. who gives you notes, though? Because, you know, you give I give myself people. notes. I'm my wow. own worst critic, Michael. I guess that's true. <laughs> I guess that's true. And wow. Christina is co-directing with me, so if I'm doing something heinous, I'm sure she'll stop me. So what is, uh, what, after, after February 10th, after your striking down the set and you know moving on what's the rest of 2017 in the future holding for hannah tobitz <laughs> <laughs> hannah tobitz uh well for, for 2b productions we're not sure what the next production is going to be but mm-hmm. uh there will be up and coming things for that oh before i move on to get tickets go to 2bproductions.org if you would like to come please come mm-hmm. that's t-o-b-e productions.org anyway mm-hmm. um <laughs> But uh, coming where up, is, uh, where is the theater for 2B Productions at? Um, we often do things at the First Methodist Church in Ferndale. It's okay. like right across from the WAB. Mm-hmm. Um, the DATC used to do their productions in there a lot. They still use the space sometimes. But for this particular cabaret, it's actually at a place in Detroit. I don't I don't really know the venue. Okay. I don't think it has like a specific name. You guys can see find 2B Productions on Facebook as well. Absolutely, Their website, you can. too. So. And all the information Check is there. February 10th. Please come. Sell them out. Absolutely. It'll mm-hmm. be great. So, yeah, 2017 for Hannah Tobots. Tobots. Tobits. Tobites. Um, Tobitcoins. T- <laughs> um, well, after this, I'm actually going to be, I'm very excited, in um, the Ringwald's production of Silence the Musical. Ooh. I'm incredibly excited about that. That's a fun one. Yeah. Ooh, it's it's going to be good. It's profane and wonderful, and I get to be the girl in the pit, and it's going to be great. Ooh, baby. Ooh, ooh baby. So, yeah. So, that's very exciting. So, you're going to be sticking around in Detroit for a while? I am. Um, I was originally, because like I said, I traveled around for a bit. Even before Taiwan, I was bouncing all over the place. And the plan was always to move to Chicago because I love theater. I wanted to do theater professionally. Yeah. And I never, like, you grow up around the Detroit area, but you don't really know Detroit. Right. You know, like when you're just in the suburbs. Um, So, I was like, you know, there's nothing in Detroit. There's no work in Detroit. There's nothing for me to do there. Um, but I kind of got stuck here for a little while, just with money. You come home when mm-hmm. you had got to get on your feet again. Um, and I started to get into Detroit, and I got into the improv scene at the Planet Ant, mm-hmm. and 
um, started to find the theater around here, and I discovered that, oh, hey, There's Detroit is theater. actually amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, Detroit is amazing on so many different levels. And part of it is that there, that this theater scene is growing and changing and, and building in, like, a monumental way. And it's not just that the there's a lot of theater in Detroit. There's a lot of diverse theater in Detroit. Absolutely. There's a lot of, like, different weird kinds of, like, takes on theater, like, in different, like, makeshift venues and, uh, like, um, <clears throat> like interactive theater, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Detroit is so neato burrito. It is so neato burrito. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I'm so excited and I'm, I'm so happy to be here and happy to be uh, diving in and getting involved in the scene here. So no, I'm not going anywhere. Well, we're glad to have you here. Thanks, still. babe. Hannah Tobats. <laughs> Thanks, Michael Dupree. No, that was, that was right. <laughs> you just said it weird. <laughs> what? You said it in a weird cadence, but you pronounced it correctly. I mean, kind of. We're going to move on to our next guest. <laughs> Are you going to stick around, Hannah? I'll be around. and hang out and I'll talk to our new next guest. Can't wait to meet him. He is a very interesting character. He demanded to come on the show today to talk about his passion. It was uh, it's not so a kind of person I normally have on the show. Normally we try to highlight artists and, you know, really super interesting people. This, I'm not really sure what to think about this, but his name is Darren Flink. He is a, an enthusiast for the movie Cars, and I presumably Cars 2 and 3, upcoming 3. Yes. From Disney Pixar. Yes. Hi, Darren Flink. Hi, Michael. Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> it's great to have you on the show, Darren Flink. Yeah. So how's your how's your twenty seventeen going so far? It's going really well. Yeah. I'm really excited for the new administration. I've been watching a lot of current events and current events class, so oh. it's been going really great. Current events class. So uh, what yeah. what what uh, are you in college? Are you in high school? Or? Uh, yeah. You yeah. Uh, high school. You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm fifteen. Fifteen years old. Yeah. Wow. So what's that? Uh, freshman? Freshman in high school? Uh, tenth grade. Tenth grade. Thanks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're just you're you're yeah. second semester of mm-hmm. tenth grade. Yep. How's that going? It's going really great. What yep. uh, what uh, what uh, school do you go to? School do I go to? I go to um, you might have heard of it. It's called Churchill. Churchill. Churchill High wow. School. I have heard of it. In the Bonya. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> it's a fine school. It's a great school. Yeah. All right. So uh, Darren Flink, you wanted to come on the show today. You you yes. say you were a longtime fan. Yes. Of the show. Um, which is weird because we've only been on since November, but. You listen it to it every day. Well, every day on the bus. <laughs> this is only our tenth episode. I sometimes I have to do repeats. Sometimes I imagine if you yeah. listen to it every day, you've had to repeat it like each episode. I was trying to at be least polite, two Michael. dozen times. I have to repeat like many times. Yeah, okay. I was trying to be polite and cool. That's strange. That's where all our analytics are coming from. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you wanted to come on the show and you wanted to talk about something you're very passionate about. Yes. And that is the movie cars. That's very interesting because yes, most people wouldn't want to go on to a show just to talk about how passionate they are about a single movie. And most people who do that wouldn't necessarily talk about what is arguably one of the least popular Disney Pixar movies. That's what I wanted to come on and correct. Oh, cars correct. is clearly one of the best Pixar movies that Disney and Pixar, the dream team, have ever put out. <laughs> the dream team. The dream team, Disney, Pixar. You would think that Cars is better than Toy Story? Yes. Bugs Life? Yes. Uh, Incredibles? Talking, t- talking Toys? Talking Bugs? Incredibles? Get out of here. Monsters, Inc.? Talking Monsters? Finding Nemo? Talking Fish? Talking. No. <laughs> so you think Talking it's Cars is inherently better? Anthropomorphic Cars. <laughs> what? Okay. That is... 
quite possibly the coolest thing. So what is uh what's so cool to you about cars? Just the entire story. It casts such a light on the American dream. Okay. You know? Like the disruption of small town America and like how like you know transportation and like different things can impact like radiator springs is the monumental the american dream and it was devastated by the impact of the u.s highway system <laughs> you uh you you learned a lot in civics class didn't you i did so uh just walk us through the plot of cars real quick it was like a brief okay. like 30 minute 30 second to him one do you minute want a 30 summary. minute or no 30, 30 second to okay. one minute please. i could do a 30 minute i, know I, I can adjust it for you i know okay. you can give us like a quick quick so, rundown of the first movie the plot of cars is you know you know what give us cars one and two 30 second to a minute okay so the plot of cars mm-hmm. one and two plot of cars one is lightning mcqueen is one of possibly the greatest race car drivers in the world. Right. Because he is a race car and the driver. He is, <laughs> Which is both crazy. in one. Right. And there is a three-way tie for the Piston Cup. So The what? The Piston Cup. The Piston Cup. I yes. thought you said something completely different. <laughs> All right, go The ahead. Piston Cup. <laughs> okay. So there is a three-way tie, and the only way to settle a tie is with another race. So they have to go all the way to Los Angeles from wherever they are, mm-hmm. presumably Daytona. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is ever specified in the film. Mm-hmm. But they have to go all the way to Los Angeles mm-hmm. because Lightning McQueen wants to smooth Dynaco and become the big racer he's <laughs> always wanted to become. Okay. And then on the way there, he pushes his truck driver, Mac, who is a Mac truck. Larry the Cable Guy? Is not Larry the Cable Guy. No? No. Oh. He pushes his Mack truck driver to drive through the night. But in the middle of the night, somehow McQueen is lost in the middle of America. It's the Great West. Oh. You know? Yes. And then he finds Radiator Springs. And there he meets a colorful cast of characters, including (laughs) Mater, the tow truck played by Larry the Cable Guy, and Sally Carrera, who is a Porsche Carrera. And it's very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But since I'm quite clearly over 30 seconds, we're going to go all the way to the end where every all the colorful cast of characters meet up with Lightning McQueen to support him in his win. And he winds up winning the Piston Cup. Actually, he doesn't win the Piston Cup. I'm sorry. I misspoke. Chick Hicks wins the Piston Cup. Chick Hicks? Yes. What a name. That's Chick, a terrible name. Chick Hicks wins the Piston Cup. And he ha- because one of the other racers, uh, the king, he gets in an accident and McQueen feels bad and he goes back <laughs> and he pulls him across the finish line because he's going to finish his last race because okay. it was his last year. Give us a 10-second summary of Cars 2. Cars 2 was probably where the worst movie ever because they <laughs> took the side character Mater who's clearly not the focal point of the Cars universe and made it the focal point of the Cars universe. So you don't like Cars 2? No. Oh. I do not consider it canon. Uh. <laughs> That's unfortunate. So, so are you looking forward to Cars 3? I am. Oh, so but you didn't like Cars 2. So no. why do you trust where they're going in, in the direction? Have you seen the teaser trailer for Cars 3? I have seen the teaser trailer for Cars 3. If you are listening to this, which I assume you are, if you're hearing my voice, 
quickly pause and go look at the teaser trailer for Cars 3 so you know what we're talking about. Describe the the teaser trailer for Cars 3. There are multiple teaser trailers for Cars 3. Describe the teaser trailer. I will describe the first teaser trailer. Mm -hmm, The important one. It shows Lightning McQueen driving through the race car track. And Mm -hmm. it's just a bunch of quick cuts on the NASCAR track. But then all of a sudden, it goes to slow-mo and McQueen is flipping through the air. And he's like has all his parts like torn and a tire's clearly blown out and it's like crash crash and then it cuts to black and it says from this moment everything will change i truly believe that what do you think's gonna happen oh my god you think lightning mcqueen's gonna die i think it's gonna be like rocky (laughs) rocky gonna be like he's gonna have to like he's gonna be like phased out by all these new cars and he's gotta like find a way to still fight because he's in like I guess in car years he's in like his like middle ages and there people are like, When are you gonna retire, you old hag? He's not a hag. But still it's exciting. So uh you think Cars three if you could preemptively rate it in the top movies of the world list, in the history of the world, where would you put it? I would put it at number one tied for Cars One. <laughs> Great. You know mm. that your description of what the plot for that will be is yes. probably spot on. Yes. What's the second teaser trailer? I don't think I saw that. The second one is really just the first one, but with added bits where it shows <laughs> more light- car plate pieces coming out. Yeah, it shows Lightning McQueen like watching TV shows about himself, and they're like he's just washed up and stuff. And then he meets this Latino car, and then she's like, "We gotta like, I can help you, old man." And then he's like, "No way." And then she's played by Selma Hayek. No. I forget who she's played by. Something Cruz. Oh, Penelope Cruz. I don't know. It's gotta be. Unless it's Tom Cruise. (laughs) Sure. But yeah, that's it. So you... I'm very excited. Do you like any of the other Disney Pixar movies? Yeah, I mean, some of them are okay. What's the second best? The second best one is probably... um, Finding Nemo. Yeah. That's yeah, a good one. that's a good one. Yeah, probably so talking fish. Not you, as cool as talking cars. You but. when you um, came in today, you mm-hmm. not only said that you wanted to talk about cars, yes. Disney cars, but you also had a special message you wanted to send someone out for Valentine's Day yes. on the air. Yes, give me your message. I specifically wanted to ask Felicia mm-hmm. if she would go to the Sadie Hawkins dance. Me, but Sadie Hawkins dance. Yes, but I thought, yeah, isn't that when the girls ask the guys? Is it? Yes. Shit, (laughs) you blew it. (laughs) That explains why I've never gone to that dance. Yep. (laughs) Damn it! You always ask people, and they they get really put off because yeah, they give me these weird looks, Mm -hmm. and then they just kind of laugh, and then they walk away. And I just That's go home and cry. Oh. So I have a question. Um, going back to the, I'm sorry to hear about the, the fact that you. You seem very torn up about it. Yeah, I mean, I so you don't have a lot of friends, I take it? Um, not really. I don't need many friends. I can just watch cars and just feel like. See, that's what I was. Uh, so yeah. you say that you spend, you probably listen to each episode of my show a couple dozen times. Yes. If you spend that much time listening to my show, my yes. show. And you haven't gone on anyone else's show to talk about how passionate you are about my show, mm-hmm. and yet you've done that for Cars. Mm-hmm. How many times have you watched the show, the movie Cars? 
Um, it's kind of hard to keep track of the amount of times. I just kind of, when I get home from school, I just put it on, and it just it is always on until I go to bed. You don't get tired of it? No. You just watch it diligently. Yeah. You don't like do homework with it on. Um, dude, you know, sometimes I can't. I have to do other things. I am. But you still on. It's still on. Wow. It makes great background noise. Do your parents worry about you, or do they encourage this? Um, my mom encourages me. She thinks it's just very healthy to find a creative outlet, and she's just happy <laughs> Wait, that I didn't turn. I was it. watching. I was watching cars a creative outlet well sometimes when i'm watching the movie cars i will pretend that i am a car as well in the cars universe so then i will be like just kind of running around the house and she thinks it's a great exercise and fun passion project what what's your cars universe name yeah cars universe name um it's (laughs) fernando camino and I'm at El Camino. <laughs> of course. Naturally. Of course you are. So, um, I have a cool paint What job. does your dad think? My dad doesn't really care for it. I don't know. I haven't really asked him. He's not really around much. Oh, really? What's he doing? He works a lot. He's a traveling salesman. Oh. Mm. So he drives um, a car a lot. Yeah, or he takes a plane, or he takes, like, another form of transportation. If someone approached you mm-hmm. <coughs> and said that they were a doctor. Yes. And they could turn you into a car. Yes. Would you do it? Instantaneously, yes. <laughs> you would not even think yes. about it. Yes, it's not even uh, hesitating. Are you attracted to cars? Yeah. Sexually? Cars are pretty, they have faces. Like, yeah. outside of, like, the cars universe. They have They faces. have little headlights of their eyes. Yeah. And, like, the little grill on the front of their mouth. Yeah, and, like, the nose is, like, the badge usually. Hmm. Yeah, they have faces. Very cute faces sometimes. Yeah. Usually they're really aggressive and sassy, which I like. Chew. Cars don't sneeze. They don't. So what's the they most sometimes misfire? What's the most attractive car in the world to you? The most attractive car in the world has got to be the Shelby Daytona GT from like nineteen sixty seven. Like nineteen sixty seven? I don't remember the exact year. It's the Shelby Daytona GT. It's so sexy. Oh, God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Do you need a moment, dear? Yeah. We can look away if you want. I'm okay. All right. I'm okay. (laughs) So do you... Save that for later. That's great. So um, you don't read books. You don't... Um, I read the Cars books. There's Cars books? Yeah. Like, I read the, like, they're more like fictional stories that extend the cars universe oh god you read yes. fan fiction cars fan fiction it's not you? exactly fan fiction i would say it's more you know it's officially licensed oh good okay you know Jeez. i do dabble in the fan fiction myself but, but you, you know <laughs> i do read more of the i'm more into the officially licensed content you read and write fan fiction cars yes, yes. all right well i'm afraid i'm Afraid to ask, mm-hmm. but can you give us a rundown of the plot of one of your stories? Okay, so the rundown of this story, mm-hmm. I like, I love, I love this one. Mm-hmm. This one is McQueen, um, and Sally Carrera and Mater all get lost in like the North 
like the Pacific Northwest. Okay. And you know, it's like a tropical, it's like a, not a tropical, it's like a temperate rainforest mm-hmm. up there, right? So McQueen, he only has racing slicks on. Right. But it's raining all the time. So he's like, they're trying to drive around, but they're always sliding around. Wow. And it's like crazy. And then like, they're like mountains and they go into the mountains and they get lost. They get separated while they're going camping. And all then, three are separated? Yes. All three get separated. Oh. Like they're so all like, they're all yeah. like, I'm going to go get some wood. And then the other one's like, I'm going to go get some gas. And then I'm going to go get some water. <laughs> and then Do cars need to drink water? Cars have water in them, Michael. Oh, okay. Okay. They need to cool down. Uh, fair enough. Like people. Okay. But anyway, so then there's like in the mountains and like McQueen is like in a cave but it's dark and he doesn't have headlights because he's a race car. They're just stickers. What? So it's like, it's like, oh my God, it's like terrifying. And then he like runs into a Hummer, which is like a bear. And it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so scary. But I haven't finished the rest of the plot. So, oh, it's so we the don't bear. know if they make it out Wait, alive? The, yeah. the Hummer is a bear? Yeah. Like a bear in the Cars universe is like a Hummer. It's like a grizzly Hummer. Is that how that works? Yeah, because like in the like the tractors are like the cows. Yeah, they're oh. like different animals. Are interesting. Also I wonder how vehicles. they like differentiate that. Yeah, like that's a some good cars are like humans and some cars are not. Like, how is a Hummer any less human than a, like a tow truck? I don't know. You would this think that like the tow truck would be. Pluto this is another right thing. The Cars universe. Are cows like just like mentally handicapped people? In and if so, the are they hurting they them? That's, yeah. that's inhumane or in car main. There is a caste system in, in the cars. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? There is a caste system in the cars universe. Oh man, I didn't oh, know that. Yeah. Is it like licensed, like, or is it just speculation? Um, I think there are very many popular fan theorists on the web that uh, are also popularizing this theory and supporting it with vast amounts of evidence. Break down this caste system for you. Oh my gosh. How do I get there? So the caste system in cars is like, if you think about it, all like the popular consumer high-end sports cars are at the top of the pyramid. And right. they're like... I mean, that makes sense. Because they're the fastest and yeah. most prettiest cars, right? <laughs> it's almost... And then like all like the working cars, you know, like the tractors and like plows and like everything else are relegated to just being like you know kind of crapped on and they're just like it's just they just they're, they're, they're the proletariat wow do you know it's crazy do you know the movie planes yes the is that spin-off is that cars. canon in the cars universe um not entirely it's like they're like relate it's almost like expanded universe but it doesn't touch on like the cars eu yeah it's like it's almost like those Star Wars movies they made where it's like it doesn't focus on Luke and Leia and Han. Like Rogue One? Yeah. But it's like in the universe. So it is canon. It's just not but relevant to the main plot. They're just different stories, so it's not like... But like the events that took place in yes. the Planes movie did exist in the same universe yes. as Cars. Yes, it's yeah, not like a fan fiction. Mm, very interesting. Yes. Where do planes land in the in the cast system then? Planes, they're pr- it depends what plane you are. You know, it's kind of. Do like they have their own cast system, or is it related to the cars cast system? I think I think it would be related. You know, I think they're like much like you have. You know, it's just like they're different types of people. 
yeah. You know, they're just the planes. Sometimes you could be like a crop duster, and then you're probably just like, you know, to borrow a page from like Brave New World, you're probably like, an, a, like a D. <laughs> Or like a C minus. You are really paying attention in those classes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you guys were doing well in high read. school. But well, high school you know. Are there trains in the Cars universe? Yes, yes. There, there are, are trains. trains. There are trains. Are there remote controlled cars? Like a little like RC cars? I have not seen. Anything. I mean, would those be like dolls? Yeah, I, I gotta imagine. Like, yeah, I have. How not. do cars build things? The world is mostly automated. So who built it? Who built the Earth, Michael? I don't know. <laughs> Is there a, go- a car god? Is Henry oh. Ford the god <laughs> of the Cars universe? It's probably. Wow. He probably wow. created the universe. Maybe That's once upon a time there were humans in the Cars universe, but the Cars took over and killed them all. That's a good theory. You know, there is that theory, that is that a connected theory. Disney Pixar theory that like yeah. all the movies in Disney Pixar are related. In the same yeah, it's like post-apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like af- like the Cars universe would be taking place after Wally yeah. or something. Yeah, oh, I thought it, yeah, it'd be after Wally. After Do Wally. you believe that? I don't. No. I think I don't. I think sometimes people can just read into too much. You're like coming from you the know. guy, coming <laughs> from the guy who who knows every single <laughs> aspect of the Cars universe. Yes, because it's different. Because it is just one. There's universe. a deeper story at play. Yeah, and it's realistic. Yes. Yeah. Great. Realistic. Well, thank you for being on the show, Darren Flink. Thanks we are going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we will have our next guest on the show. She's a Wisconsinite who studied abroad in Ireland, Danielle Jones. Be right back. Oh, by the way, thanks for being on the show, Hannah. Hey, thank <laughs> you, Michael. It was a lot of fun. I know you got to get going. Yeah. So. Got rehearsal. So. Yeah. So. You, know. you have a wonderful day. Thanks. You as well. Hope to have you back on again sometime. Yes. Thank you. Guys, come see the show. Come Everyone, see February 10th. In fact, go, go see For the Love of Broadway Cabaret, February 10th. You're going to be there, Darren? I have to get my mom to drive me. You can yep. bring Felicia, since you can't bring her to the Sadie Hawkins. Um, She probably won't talk to me anymore after well, this. You, you know what you got to do? Hmm. Just say, bye, Felicia. <laughs> bye, Felicia. Yeah. Just like that, love. All right. We'll be back after this. Baby boy and baby girl, the two babies that are listening to this show. Michael Dupree Variety Hour. How's it going, everybody? We are back, and we had Hannah Tobit on the show. She had to leave. Very pretty. Okay, Darren. (laughs) Keep it in your pants, kid. Sorry. (laughs) We also have Darren Flink. He's a Cars enthusiast. Pixar Cars enthusiast. He just went into deep detail about the Cars Extended Universe. Exciting. It's very exciting. And we kept him here because, you know, you're charmed by him a little bit. But if he keeps getting out of line like that, we're going to have to give him a flogging. I don't know what that is. It's a spanking oh. with, a big, with a whip. 
I'm used or to like those. a a rod, I'm used to those. Mm, not gonna inquire into that. Kay. So we have our next guest on now. Her name is Danielle Jones. She is a Wisconsinite who studied abroad in Ireland. How's it going, Danielle? Hello, Michael. It's not bad. Oh God. <laughs> I I wasn't expecting that at all. Uh, how how's your 2017 going so far? Oh, you know, it's not been bad. It's not the same, you know, being in the states. It's just not, it's just not as nice. But no. it's alright. I'm getting there. I'm getting through it. Just to be clear, you grew, you were born and raised in in Wisconsin. Aye. Aye. <laughs> and uh, how long were you in? Uh, what what were you doing in Ireland? Oh, I studied there. I took a class. A class. Yes. What did you take? I studied um, Irish history. Wow. And uh, how long were you there for? About three weeks. <laughs> You took a, a three-week study abroad course in Ireland. That's right. That's a that's a thing. Yeah, it was a part of the um, it was just a part of my world lit class. So yeah, it was it was optional, but I decided, you know, I wanted to see the world a little bit, and I just went and fell in love with the place. So what made you want to uh, learn Irish history? Well, you know, um, my family originally is from Ireland, like, way, way, way back, so I figure go back to my roots, you know. Yeah? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna gonna bring up the elephant in the room. Just, uh, I I feel like I would be doing everyone a disservice if I just didn't bring it up. But, uh, why are you speaking in an Irish accent? (laughs) Well, you know, um, it's kind of a weird thing, Michael. I went over there and I just sort of packed it up. And you know, I you I, what? I packed it up. You packed it up. <laughs> no, I packed it up. I like I you know pick oh, up. picked it up. I picked it up you and picked I can't. It up. I can't seem to put it down. <laughs> it stuck. I I was there for it's about like, three hours. I barely was out to the airport and I was talking like this. It's actually an extreme inconvenience. It's a, it's very thick. It's like not. I don't even hear any Wisconsin in there at all. No. Um, Can you try to do an impression of a Wisconsin accent? I I can I can try um don't don't <laughs> no it's all gone it's it's all gone all my um everything I can't I can't get it back that must be are you okay I'm alright it's just it's been difficult you know yeah uh, it made my time in Ireland although although a beautiful country um a bit difficult because no one liked me oh they, really they thought I was making fun of them all the time. <laughs> But really, really, I just, I can't turn it off. I don't, I don't know what, it's just kind of stuck, you know. You're just stuck with it. I'm stuck with it. So when you came back to the States and you were talking like that, how did people react? Well, you know, I expected it to fade after a couple of hours or, and then days, but, you know, I, I went there back in February of 2016 oh and we're God. still here, so. <laughs> it's been almost a full year. And almost a full year still that must have, It must have really affected you. It changed me. Man. It changed me, Michael. That's, that's very upsetting. It, it is. I'm thinking about moving back there just so I can sort of fit in somewhere a bit more. But they hated you. They, well, they did. But maybe the mo- since I've been doing it for long enough, I can just fake it and lie about it. I'll say I'm from Cork or something. Oh, that might work. Is you that know, it's possible. So Although, I, I have to say, if, if, as long as I don't tell most people that I'm from Wisconsin, you know, uh, Americans are, are very easy to fool, you know. So mm-hmm. it actually, um, it works pretty well when people meet me. They think it's cute for some reason, so... Well, that must, that's very strange then that you, one of the first things you mentioned for me to tell people is that you're from Wisconsin. Well, you know, it, it, living a lie gets difficult, Michael. Yeah, you know, sure it, it works in the bars and things, but, you know, when you're trying to just live your daily life, you don't want to be making up your whole history all the time. 
You know what, to be honest, it's like, oh, I grew up on a cheese farm in Wisconsin. My mom's name is Debbie. <laughs> a cheese farm in Wisconsin. <laughs> you know, you can just amend it a little bit. Say you grew up in a potato farm in uh, in Ireland. Aye, but that's just not the same, is it? I don't know anything don't about know. potatoes. I don't know anything about either. Well, th- well, obviously you're not from Wisconsin then, are you? I'm not. No, I don't know anything about potatoes other than how to, like, make them. Like, make a, a wicked mashed potato. Mashed, cheesy mashed potatoes. Oh, and, and everything's got cheese in it, Michael. I'm from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what do you what is, what's your plan? Like, what are you what are you doing in the states now? Well, you know, I'm 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 here going to Wayne State and getting mm. getting a degree. I don't really know what I'm I'm going for really at this point. So it's just sort of I mean, it's maybe something Irish. Maybe maybe if I can keep studying Irish lit. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't really know what um, what career I can make out of that. But um, right now I'm just getting some gen eds and mm. kind of, I'm only 19. It's my first year. Wow. I mean, so yeah, I guess imagine like when you you were were you eighteen when you went to Ireland? I was, and that must just left a really big impression on you. It cl- it did. It was I actually turned eighteen in Ireland. Oh, so you know it's um. You became a woman in Ireland. I did. Wow, I did. That's so upsetting. It well in in more ways than one, Michael. In more ways oh, than God, one. Oh God, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. Are you interested, Darren? A little bit. Oh God. So, uh, Dar- Darren, do you have do you have any questions for Danielle? If you could be any car in the Cars universe, which one would you be? That's a bit of an unexpected question. Mm-hmm. Um, He's an unexpected guy. Seems pretty topical to me. All right, uh, I suppose I'm. I only say in the movie like maybe once, once and a half, something like that. I suppose I'd probably be that. Um, that, what is she, like a Porsche or something in the the girlfriend car? She's nice, I suppose. A Porsche Carrera GT. Porsche. Yeah, that one. I'd be that one. Oh, great. Great. Really? <laughs> Excellent choice. Really Oh, great. wait. No, yes. no, no. I want to be the twins. The slutty twins with the with the flash <laughs> in the headlights. You want to be the slutty twins? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Also an appropriate choice. It's very... You say an inappropriate choice or... Appropriate. Hmm. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as the kind that would be upset by flashing headlights. No. Nope. He really doesn't. No. It's pretty cool. Mm. Are you alright, Darren? You have a nosebleed. Do you, I'm alright. Do <laughs> you need a tissue or something, love? No, I'll just suck it up. So have you been thinking about traveling anybar- anywhere else, Danielle? Well, yeah, you know, actually, I'm having done Ireland, you know, I feel like I'm a pretty accomplished world traveler. Those mm-hmm. those three weeks in, you know, one set, it really mm-hmm. opened my eyes to a lot of things. So I suppose next I'm really thinking about moving over into, you know, doing to the U- Ukraine. Wow. You know, it seemed the next logical choice yeah. after Ireland. Ireland, Ukraine. It just seemed natural. So um, I don't I don't really know what my voice will do when I get there. Yeah. Because honestly, I couldn't even tell you what a uh, Ukrainian accent sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, d- I don't know if I'll just stay Irish or if I'll pick up something else or I don't. Do you consider yourself to be Irish now? You know, I feel like I may be like Irish kin. Like uh, I, I have should have Irish been Irish. I, well, my ancestors, I suppose, are Irish. Um, 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 what percentage of Irish are you? Um, Like, I don't know, maybe 2% or something. Not 2%. <laughs> It was a long time ago Your my family came milk. over, so I don't really know. Uh, we can't actually, like, my my aunt did some genealogy and things, so, I mean, we, I know we, we came from there originally, but um, you know how it is, you move to America, the great melting pot and all that, so. Yep. But, um. You look very ashamed of yourself. You know, it's, uh, I am a bit, I'm a bit ashamed. You know, it's, uh, it's living a lie all the time. And yeah. 
you know, I, I can't really be who I'm meant to be or who I'm supposed to be. And that's how I was meant to be Irish. Maybe that's what it is. It's yeah. just, I'm, I'm truly, truly an, an Irish woman deep in my heart. And you just, it, it just, it took me going to Dublin to like bring it out and really make it part of who I am. So maybe, maybe I should stop hiding it. Maybe. Maybe I should just accept who I am. Be who you are. Be who I'm, I'm meant to be. Be the change you want to see in the world. That's inspiring. I heard that from Darren over the break. It's pretty good. I, I think I sit on like the posters in in my high school. So what do you? Uh, so do you just eat all Irish foods now? Haggis and, and Reuben. That's actually Scottish, but you know. Oh damn it! Yeah, that's all right. It's all right. You know, it's a it's easy to mix up. They're both Celtic, Gaelic. Yeah. yeah. You know, come from the same places um, originally, but um, I know I I um, I ate a lot of the same foods. You know, I moved back to Wisconsin, and I mean before I came here for school, so. Uh, a lot of cheese and lots of potatoes who doesn't eat potatoes that's true I mean, potatoes are good but i don't eat particularly irish fare no so uh you you um when you went to ireland you you, you learned irish history what uh tell us a little bit about some irish history <laughs> tell, well, tell, right, us, uh, so tell us your favorite bit about irish my history. favorite bit of irish history uh well let's see I'm trying to think well um you know, the Irish originally, uh, there were the people on the island uh, that were there before the English came. Yeah. <laughs> originally, what you were know. they called? Uh, <laughs> the Celts, I believe. They were the Celtic, yep. the Celtic yep. people. Yeah. Uh, you know, now it's a very uh, Catholic Christian country. Yeah. But originally, it was not at all that we. Very uh, American. The Celtic people, um, very American. Yeah, Catholic Christian, very American. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, English originally Anglican. But mm. um, no, so, but originally it was the Celts, and they had a very, very different religious system with all of the different, like the fairies and the spirits and the the leprechauns and the gods and all these things. Yeah. And they're all very, uh, very supernatural, very superstitious in a way. Um, and then the English came over and just sort of fucked everything up, yeah. as the English tend to do. Um, <laughs> so, so I mean, of course you know the English and the Irish. They of mm-hmm. course are very uh, always at odds with each other still to this day. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and you know, England still controls Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the, I, not a lot of people know this actually, but Ireland and Northern Ireland are actually two separate entities at this point, mm-hmm. um, because Ireland gained their independence uh, back in nineteen eight. Uh, Who's your favorite Irish history person? <laughs> my favorite Irish history the favorite person. Favorite person from Irish history. Um. Oh, it's James Joyce. James Joyce. James That's Joyce. That's a good one. That's I like good, him, he, Ulysses. He, uh, he wrote uh, Great Expectations and uh, mm, Grapes of Wrath and mm, Old Man in the Sea. Mm, yeah. No. No. What the hell do you know? You're only 19. That's fair. I'm 24. That's I'm fair. almost 25. I'm older than you. You're my elder. You're old. Mm-hmm. Respect your elders. Of course. So when you stayed in Ireland, uh, who did you stay with? You stayed with a family in Ireland? Um. Yes, I did. Tell I stayed us a little with bit a lovely, about them. lovely, lovely family. Um, it was a great time, actually. I stayed with. I had a host brother. His name was Porik. Yeah. Uh, he was Porik. Nice. Porik. Okay. It's a Celtic name. I'm not making that up. And I, I don't think you are, but I think it's a funny name. Well, that's not very nice, and I'm sure he'd be very offended if he decides to listen to this podcast. Doubt it. I think she's making it up. I'm not making it up. <laughs> it's lovely, and he was he was a great friend to me, and he took me all around, and he showed me everything there was to see in Dublin, and I'm I'm very much indebted to him. Okay. I miss him very much. I miss him too. You, you don't get. You laughed at his name. You don't get to miss him. Okay. 
I guess I don't get to miss him. I guess yeah. poor little Michael doesn't get to miss anybody. Do you still keep in touch with poor poor Rick? Absolutely. Yeah? Oh, yes. Pen pals? Well, well no. I mean, we, you know, WhatsApp and Facebook. WhatsApp? WhatsApp? What? International texting's expensive, all right? Yeah, that's true. That's very true. You know. Hmm. Poor Rick. Do you have any questions? Any more questions for uh, Danielle? Not cars related. Darren? Why don't you just use Facebook Messenger? Well, I did say we also used Facebook. He did, she did say that. Why should they use two different texting platforms? That's a good question. Why not? Mm. I guess. Mm. That's mm. a fair point. That's a very fair point. That is a very fair point. Did you know that Detro- the Detroit area has a lot of history with Irish immigrants? I did not know that. Yeah. Well, why didn't you learn that in your stupid fucking Irish history class? I don't know because they didn't fucking teach it to me. Wow. And I'm from Wisconsin, so... Wow. I didn't know I should care about Detroit until recently. I've learned a lot about you today. Lot I'm sure. Aggression. Learned a lot about your bad attitude. I'm a miserable little person. Yeah. It's fine. Well, we're getting close towards the end of the show. Oh, no. But you all right, Darren? <laughs> you looked like you started to panic a little bit. I just don't want this moment to end. Oh. That's sweet. That is very sweet. What a sweet child. Very sweet. No, you can't do it. <laughs> it's yours. It's mine. It's okay. only mine. You can't do it, Michael. Okay. You're doing it wrong. I thought I was. I thought I was doing a good job, but uh, it was. It was. It was half decent. I thought you were doing a good job <sighs> too, Michael. Shut up, Darren. So we are going to play a quick game before we Ooh. head out. Head out of the door. Head That's out. That's Get our asses out of here. And the game, it, you guys are familiar with the game Fuck, Mary Kill. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Every day. We're going to play a game similar to that, a little variation. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to give you guys each three options and three people, and you're going to tell me what you would do with each of those people. I'm Kay. so prepared. All right. So we will start with Danielle. All right. All right. Lucky. So <laughs> get the first You'll one. get your turn. So. Here are your options. All right. Swear a blood oath with. Okay. Rub tuna fish all over. Okay. And kill. All oh, right. that escalated quickly. All yeah. right. Pendulette, the ma- magician dude. Oh, yeah. All right. The, all right, the yeah. vulgar. Like Penn and Teller. Got yep. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bill Nye the science guy. Oh. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh. Swear a blood oath with. Rub tuna fish all over and kill. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm just gonna have to go right out and kill the pen guy because I have no yeah. emotional attachment to him at all. Yeah. Um. Kill the pen man. Kill the pen man. He's a magician. He'll be fine. He'll yeah. Come back. <laughs> He'll come back from the dead. He'll show up in another room with a just like curtain another away. It's ma- fine. Magician, I know. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus would do great in he, Vegas. He was the OG magician. <laughs> he, Jesus would do great in in, in Vegas. <laughs> he really would. <laughs> Alright, so alright, so I would kill Pen. Um, I I would swear a blood oath with Bill Nye the Science Guy. And what would the blood oath be? To always keep learning about the universe. Wow, that's a, that's a very. <laughs> I feel like that's the sort of the sort of oath he would want me to take. Yeah, that's a very extreme oath. Well, you know. Take. I feel like uh, Bill Nye has always been a constant presence in my life and, and teaching me about things and gravity and matter and through his silly videos. You know, he was always the best day in science class in high school when you come in and there's a big, the TV on the big, 
rolly thing and so you'd rub tuna fish all over neil degrasse tyson i suppose i'd have to yeah i suppose that's the way it would go yeah i guess so it'd be an interesting experience that's for sure yeah how do you think he'd react to that you know um i, I don't i don't really know i feel like he might be into it yeah I you know i think he might be into it all right so darren darren flink your turn your turn same question nope Different questions. Different, different question. options. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Uh. All right. Classy. Thank you. Excuse you. All right. Here are your options. Okay, I'm ready. Treat to a fine steak dinner yes. at the Ritz-Carlton. Yes. Treat to a cheap dinner uh, consisted of ri- consisting of Ritz crackers served by a guy named Carlton. Okay. <laughs> and kill. Okay. All right. Gumby. Okay. Stretch Armstrong. Okay. Mr. Fantastic. Okay. Crackers. Okay. Treat to a fine steak dinner at the Ritz Carlson. Treat to a cheap dinner s- consisting of Ritz crackers served by a guy named Carlton. And kill. I'm going to have to go up right out the gate and kill Stretch Arms because I don't know who that is. Stretch Armstrong? <laughs> you don't know Stretch Armstrong? No. He's too young. You're going to kill him. He's just only 15. Gonna, yeah, I have to kill him. I have no idea who he is. He's, no a, he's like an action figure, like a stretchy am- action figure. I don't know. I suppose it's not real anyway. If it's just an action figure, I mean, none. Can't hurt to kill Gumby and Mr. Fantastic aren't real either. Well, I mean, but they've at least got like shows, don't they? I think Stretch Armstrong had a show. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Back in like the day. Well, I'm wrong. All right. Yeah, kill Stretch Armstrong. Okay, kill that guy, and then I would take Gumby to the cheap dinner. Yeah. Ritz crackers. He seems like he seems like he wouldn't be able to digest a steak. Yeah. He, he might enjoy a nice Ritz cracker, I suppose. Yeah. yeah I Gumby like seems the type. Is some goldfish in there? I feel like he would be the one that's like, you know, he would just be the most cool with it. Like, he'd be yeah. pretty chill. <laughs> and Mr. Fantastic would not appreciate a Ritz cracker dinner. Yeah. He's been in space. Yeah. Like, so once you've been in space, like, you, you need, need to you up have your standards. Game. Yeah. Naturally. You've got to up the game. So I'm going to take Mr. Fantastic to the Ritz Carlton. Great. So that's that, nice. that your answer. Yeah. There's your answers. I thought we both killed people. Are you to we? Like that wasn't even a question for either yeah. one of us. Like that one, dead. That's gotta die. Done. Yeah, they had to die. Says a lot about you guys' character. You'd be so. on the top of that list, Michael. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, this has been a hell of a show. Been great. You all right? Thanks so much yeah. for having us, Michael. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for finally letting me on after writing 20 times. Yeah. Thank so you. we are going to close out the show with a new song from my friend Jordan Germain. He's on the second episode of the Michael's Free Variety Hour. Love He's a very it. good man. Find him on SoundCloud, Jordan Germain. The new song is called Blood and Kiss 26th. Um, make sure to go to 2bproductions.org. Get that stuff in. Make sure it goes down. Do you have anything you want to plug in, Darren Flink? Uh, Cars 3 comes out this summer. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to plug in here, Danielle? Uh, no, not really. Just, you know, travel the world. It'll change your life. Yeah. yeah. Really, Good. it will. All right. Well, here is Jordan Germain with Blood and Kiss 26. Thank you guys for being on the show. Bye. Oh. Happy uh, New Year. Oh. Uh, uh, Cheers to you. Oh. Uh, 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 one, oh. two, one, two. 
cheetah, cheetah, I'm a cheetah, cheetah. All the curses out here wanna meet ya, meet ya. Chugging lead us, lead us, smoking reaper, reaper. It's weather shit, weather, so I don't feel up, feel up. Nervous, nervous, I might need her, need her. Bridges burning down, don't fucking need them, need them. Call it Hilan, Hilan, in my limo, limo. Second thoughts will get me any minute, minute. Uh, didn't get a song, but she was long gone. Story long, but I'm on, mean I'm off for the road that we used to cross to escape from the cold. Frost melts from my nose like as soon as we're home. Kiss a boy, had to heat up the soul. Now, like I'm left a dead, I just wander alone. I'm pouring my dome, I fuck with the storm. I'm on the mornings exploring plans I never deemed important. Before we touched hands, and she said it's what she wanted, I taunt it. Her with names just a little too ironic. At the laugh until she said stop it. Said her daughter, if we had her, would be named Luna. Like a mama, she'd be magic, little too dramatic. We weren't talking time soon. Somewhere down the line, on our home, not just a room. Real love to me is new, I'm doubting if I'm ready. I can't commit to shit, I'll make it happen if I let me. Doubts are getting heavy, I ain't acting up. Right, we ain't talking like we used to. I'm always at the solitude, apologizing to her for my fucking attitude. Life is just draining and I'm getting impatient. All anxious, I'm angry to blow up. I'm just waiting. She's breaking down much more than normal. I'm worried, but I'm used to her being dormant. Exploring ways to end the torment. Lately, she's been feeling like a patient. If I had the remedy, I'd fix the chemistry. Instead, I'm detached, hoping so she finds some peace. But I gotta get myself straight up late, trying to maintain her brain, keeping it together. But I'm crashing any second. Cheetah, cheetah, I'm a cheetah, cheetah. Call them curses out here, wanna meet ya, meet ya. Chugging leaders, leaders, smoking reaper, reaper. With the shit worth less, I don't feel that, feel that. Nervous, nervous, I might need her, need her. Bridges burning down, no fucking need them, need them. Call it Elon, Elon, in my limo, limo. Second thoughts will get me any minute, minute. I wish you hated me, make it easier for me to leave. Screaming in my face, I can't wait for you to be deceased. Say you pray I catch disease. Die insufferably, say you hate me, motherfucker. In the soul, you're a lover. And under pressure, we'll get over each other. Grow old with another. I don't wanna promise something I can't guarantee. Between you and me, I just have to be free. Young, dumb, and in a rut. Memory's the enemy. Nostalgia ain't no friend in me. I called you past three for a journey. My story's much too wordy. Holding back feels no mercy. I'ma tell you everything. I hear you sing, we wrote together. Now I'm writing about you often. Used to freestyle love songs, cooking rhyming. Excuse my absence, now the old me isn't coming. I just can't stop my running like I got a warrant. Sorry, little my love to me is boring. Not the Rolling Stones, but I'll never stop touring. Terrified of slowing down like overdose on Narcos. Fit myself up like I got no flows, no pros about the lows. Sacrifice my blessing, write it off. Chuck it off to opportunity cost. Never let you call me sunshine, but I ain't in your sky. I feel your vibes when the moon outs. Where part of you is here somehow. Keeping me awake with visions of you at some dude's house. Smiling at him, why? What you trying to do now? I ain't mad at you, nah. The thoughts just frequent. Hypocritical as hell, I slept fine when I cheated. Could've swore you would leave me, but you tried to heal. But all that I'm feeling is my love ain't real. Let you go, don't you know that I ain't built for this hit or miss? If you understand my mind state, no excuse for it. Ain't glorifying that wrong way. Had to get it out, I ain't slept in like two days. Swear I got them mood swings, I'm trying to make them better. This one's for you, I hope you hang on every single letter. I hope you hang on every single letter. Fuck a leader, rebuff, burning bridges, I don't need them. Fuck a leader, rebuff, burning bridges, I don't need them. Fuck a leader, rebuff, burning bridges, I don't need them. Second thoughts can get me any minute, but I beat them. Second thoughts can get me any minute, but I beat them. I don't fucking hear from I don't fucking hear from Follow the stars, moon child. The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. 
please make sure to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to follow the show on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Michael Dupree VH. The intro song to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Somewhere in My Mind by Apache Tomcat. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Wow, that was great.